Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, Mandela Park is an Irish venue that needs no introduction for Irish motorsport enthusiasts. But what about the business behind this unique sporting attraction? Roddy Green, the Managing Director of Mandela Park, joins us now to tell us more. Roddy, I'm planning to get behind the wheel of the Mandela Park business model this morning. But first, provide us with an insight into your own background. Morning, Carl. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, well, I'm uh, in Mandela now, just uh, coming up on uh, on eight years, and I'm uh, a finance uh, profession. Uh, that's what I trained as, trained as an accountant, and uh, landed in Mandela about eight years ago or so as a financial accountant. And the managing director at the time, John Morris, uh, that was here in Mondello, uh, decided that there was a further, better thing for him to do for their field. So the position came up for me in Mondello. So, uh, yeah, about seven years ago, so I took on the role as general manager and uh, and then moved my way up to uh, managing director of the last couple of years. So, yeah, a really interesting business, completely different to anything that I've ever come uh, from in the past, from a finance background, being involved in various businesses from uh, construction and development to uh, uh, software development and retail. So lots of different businesses that got me to Mondello. But certainly uh, it's a completely different animal than you would have experienced uh, with any other businesses that have been involved in. And Roddy, of course, Mondello Park is a household name, but not everybody might fully understand what goes on there. You know, Carl, it's a funny thing that something, it's always some of these uh, questions people say to me today. Are you in Mandela all the time? Are you there tri- every day of the week? And, and what happens up there? So it's certainly something we do get asked. And um, it's from the outside, I always say, we're a really, really busy venue, which is brilliant. Uh, we've quite a diverse number of uh, things and activities that happen here in Mandela, from, as you would expect, the standard traditional motorsport items. So we have uh, car racing that goes on once a month, with motorcycle racing. And then we've other disciplines called rally cross and rally sprint. So we've lots of stuff that happens in the competitive environment. And uh, we're the home of Irish motorsports since 1968. So we've a huge history in terms of uh, Irish motorsports. And then outside of that, then we've lots of retail activities, that I, as I uh, call them. They would be driving experiences where people can come to the venue and they can uh, sit into one of our cars that we have on the fleet, be it uh, a BMW, a Ferrari, a Porsche or a single-seat race car. And they can get the chance to drive uh, one of one of our vehicles on track there for a period of time. So we've uh, lots of different things that happen. And uh, as I said, we've probably around 200 different events that happen over the year that make this kind of a really busy venue over over a 12 month period. And Ronnie, since you took up the role as managing director of Mondello Park, how has the business evolved over that period? Probably a bigger focus, Carl, on the on the consumer products. And when I say consumer, that I mean our driving experiences. It's kind of where we've seen over the last while that uh, there's a big focus for people to experience things. And particularly now since we've come out of uh, lockdown, you probably see a lot of consumers who will come to us that probably would have thought about doing doing something like this before COVID, but now that they've come out the other side, they're really excited and want to experience different things. So it's certainly for us, that's uh, a, a change and a new focus. And we put a lot of uh, emphasis on our back-end technologies, making it easier for our consumers to buy from us making our marketing channels uh, more slick and more appealing to our consumers and generally kind of just bringing the level of offering up a, up a standard that when people come to the venue that it's a premium feel uh, that they fit into a premium product and you know we've great relationships across all of the automotive manufacturers particularly BMW Ireland uh, who would be a key partner for us here at the venue and um, in terms of our vehicles then we've 50 vehicles on the fleet where consumers can come and raise, uh, pick a range of experiences and come and really drive 
something that you're never going to get ex- the experience of it in, you know, uh, anywhere else in the country, really, you know, and for a place that's steeped in history, you can come and drive on a circuit where Ayrton Senna won here back in the 80s, you know, so it's a, it's a real iconic circuit and just gives people that uh, opportunity to experience something that they, you know, that they never generally would uh, in, the, in their day-to-day, you know. And the pandemic undoubtedly hit the business hard, but did you use the downtime to work on new ideas for developing Mandela Park? Yeah, absolutely. Over the time, we've challenged ourselves uh, in terms of looking at the business and, and looking what's uh, looking forward, really, and seeing where we can bring the, the business and particularly different aspects to it. One of the things we've worked on really hard is actually on the sports side. So we work closely with Motorsport Ireland, who would be the governing body for Motorsport in Ireland. And uh, we've embarked on a, on a project with them now where we've taken and uh, we've entered into a five-year uh, agreement with them to take control and of the uh, National Circuit Racing Championships, which takes place mainly here in Mondello. But we've entered into an agreement with them to look at the future of, this, of the, that particular branch of the sport, how we can engage younger people, how we can develop the sport, how we can get, you know, I suppose the general public back interested in it, and really how we can drive that aspect of our business forward. So that was a real key change for us. Um, it's been a, a long time kind of coming for us with Monosport Iron. We've been working really hard with them in terms of getting the contract done and trying to agree deliverables and the whole lot of the, the normal contract negotiations. But it's been really positive, and uh, the first two. Uh, event that we've had under this new banner of the ICCR, as we call it, the Irish Circus, uh, Irish Racing Championships. We, uh, we've we had two really uh, key and uh, successful events since we've come back from the pandemic, which has been great. So that's one of the main projects that we've been working on. And then it's looking at trying to engage younger people in the sport and to secure the sport for the future, really. So, Roddy, provide us with an insight into that particular project with Motorsport Ireland. And how many events do you plan to run over the course of the year? On an average year, Carl, we'd run uh, five to six uh, circuit uh, race events. So we've two down and we've another three to go over over the season. So the the, the intricacies of that contract really are we're stepping in to try and uh, try and give the sport a bit of a boost. And when I say that, you know, it was in there's a lot of history and a lot of effort gone into the by people before us that took control of the sport. So for us, really now, it's to look to the future and to try and engage younger people. And one of the key things for me is looking at the demographic of our current competitor base and then trying to see well okay well how can we engage younger people in the sport how can we get people who are interested maybe in karting or even might be only interested in a in a passing sense in motorsport get them back interested in it and particularly when you look at the success of shows on Netflix like Joy to Survive when you look at the top echelons of the sport around the world with F1 there's a real interest in, in uh, particularly in Ireland uh, on Netflix it was trending for uh, number one uh, on Netflix for quite a, a couple of weeks so there's definitely a general interest in motorsport so we're just trying to engage people back into the sport to provide an attractive package that people can come and race in Modelo and also if you want to just come and spectate that we're trying to give the facilities that people can come they can enjoy a day out and really give people the opportunity to experience the sport first, first time that's what we're aiming to do and Roddy, is there an opportunity as well for Mandelo Park to work closely in tandem with the Road Safety Authority and, of course, with insurance companies? Yes, absolutely, Carl. We've worked with uh, we've worked with the Road Safety Authority in the past, and, uh, and particularly with insurance companies, we've done separate projects in the past. Where we kind of link into it at this stage is uh, we activate a program called Early Drive, which we do for transition year students, and it's all built around road safety. 
uh, the whole programme is engaging transition year students in road safety and uh, the whole aspect of that. Uh, the project spits over three modules where we take kids first through a, uh, a classroom session which takes them all about, talks them all about road safety and how things work and then they actually get a chance to drive uh, a mini on the, on the circuit here with an instructor with one of our driving instructors. So for a lot of kids it's their first opportunity to sit into a car and to do that at a racetrack. I know when I was 15 years of age if that's something that had given me the chance of what it jumped at us uh, to go to a racetrack and, and drive a car. And then we take them through our Museum of Motorsport, which we have here, which talks them through the evolution of safety uh, from F1 and how uh, all the developments that happen in F1 filter all the way down into your road car, which we might not see today or tomorrow, but you'll certainly see in five or six years' time. So that's one of the key things, the key kind of uh, road safety message that we deliver would be through the transition year programme, which is brilliant. It's a really successful programme. Again, many are our partners in it, our automotive partners. And uh, it's a really successful project that's been running for over uh, 14 years now. We've put, we've put a lot of kids through it every year. Now, you reopened after lockdown on the 27th of April last and you've completed a few races since then. So is the appetite for live motorsport still as strong as the pre-COVID levels? Actually, Carl, it's brilliant to say that it's actually stronger. And that's the, the key thing that we're finding since we've actually came back from lockdown, where actually the demand for us uh, to actually to open up further and allow more spectators in uh, is huge. Um, and uh, what we're, we're operating at the moment within the guidelines set down by Sport Ireland, which is uh, what we're governed by when it comes to the sporting events. We absolutely operate to those. And we've put in a huge amount of protocols and safety measures, as a lot of venues have around the country, to ensure that when customers come to us or when competitors come to us, that we operate the venue as safely as possible, given the times that we're in. But certainly, there's a real demand for people to come out and to go back to live events, whether it's motorsport or music or whatever. There's certainly a demand for people to come out and experience live events after uh, after the period of time we've been through. But certainly for motorsport, we're delighted to say that uh, there's a real interest in it. Um, particularly now when we, we operate the uh, ICTR events, um, we've run we've engaged a new media team so we've done a lot of promotion and trying to engage customers in terms of what we're doing with the, with the, with the sport and uh, certainly we're starting to see that interest come through for people wanting to attend live events so we, we'd have an event nearly every every weekend nearly we'd have a motorsport event on or every second of uh, weekend anyway we'd certainly have a motorsport event on and we're seeing lots of support for that by either through competitors who are actually taking part in the event and people wanting to come and watch it and it's been a real it's been a real pleasure actually to see lots of younger people coming to us and uh, mums and dads coming with their kids and, and uh, getting really engaged in the sport again so it's a real positive for us And Roddy recruiting new sponsors and sustaining relationships with existing sponsors must be a critical aspect of your role as MD talk to us about your approach to this well, when we look at partnerships, Carl, I suppose you're, you're always trying to look at it, the two-way street in this and, and, and giving value back to your sponsors and your partners. That's the key way that I approach it. I suppose, given the venue that we have and the access to, pub, to, to public coming to the venue and for, for products to be showcased here, it's always, you know, we always look at it and say, well, what can we offer you in terms of the partnership? And I think that's key for me when you're approaching these situations, that it has to be on a partnership basis. As I said, we work really closely with BMW Ireland. We've had a great partnership with them for probably over five years now, but they've been engaged with the venue probably going back further than that. But specifically over the five year, the last five years or so, they've been heavily involved. 
but it's about understanding what's important for them. So as 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 things change for brands, as things become uh, as different things become key for them. For example, with the change to electrification for BMW and things like that, that becomes more key for them. So for for me in assessing these relationships, it's all about trying to understand where the the company that you're dealing with, where they where are they coming from, what's their strategy, and how can we link the two of them together to ensure that Modelo provides value back to them through all of these partnerships and I think that's key to longevity in all of the partnerships that we do with. And although still approximately 10 years away from becoming mainstream, how much of a threat is autonomous driving to Mandela Park? Um, I don't see it as a, as a threat I suppose, Carl. It's probably for me I suppose it's trying to understand well, how, how is that going to work in, in terms of practicalities uh, on, the, on the Irish road, the first thing. We've been involved in, probably in early stages in conversations with, with different companies who are involved in the development of autonomous vehicles in Ireland and it's probably one of those kind of sleeper industries that people don't see that uh, there's so much development going on in Ireland in terms of the autonomous vehicle uh, uh, development process and electrification as well um, and we've been engaged with a couple of companies uh, over the last few years in terms of maybe using Mandela as a test bed. So rather than seeing it as being a, a threat to us, because I always think that no matter what no matter what the, the technology does, there's always going to be an appetite for somebody to get behind the wheel and drive a car, either it be competitively or in a leisure environment. You know, autonomous vehicles may take us to our office and it might give us the uh, ability to sit in the back seat and make phone calls and answer emails, which are always very important uh, for us to do. But uh, I think you never take away that thrill of actually sitting behind the wheel of a car, whether it be a high-performance car that we can provide here or a race car or anything like that. I, uh, I think that will always still be that 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 connection from for, to driver and machine will always be there and will always excite people to see how you can get the best out of your car. So I think there's definitely opportunities for us in that space that we can you know use Modelo as a test bed for developing this technology. Uh, and I think for me, we'd look at it as an opportunity rather than a threat. Excellent. Now you also spoke about corporate entertainment and the importance of it to Mandela Park. Do you expect that corporate entertainment will take off again? Yeah, definitely. And we're working hard on that at the moment. Um, what we can see at this stage is that the smaller groups starting to get together. So we're really seeing uh, in the SME sector that smaller companies are coming to us who uh, are, are probably a little bit um, further down the road in terms of getting back into smaller offices and things like that. So we're certainly seeing that it's coming back and inquiry levels are starting to pick up. And with the larger organisations that we would have been used to dealing with uh, pre-COVID, it seems to be it's a little bit of a longer uh, term that we we see them coming back to us. But without a doubt, um, we see it coming back to us. One of the other aspects that we would have worked really closely with is destination management companies who would have managed large tour groups coming into the country and we would have provided them to take corporate entertainment for them here at the venue. That's definitely a slower board. They're talking about maybe 2022 or 2023 for that to come back. And Roddy, taking a global perspective for a second, what other motorsport venues do you take inspiration from? Um, well, we as Fondello, uh, we sit on a group called Amerco, which is the circuit owners group, uh, which is based across, across the UK and Ireland. So we, on a regular basis, uh, we'd be engaged with our part, with our colleagues in the UK through Brand Hatch, Silverstone, uh, and right away across the UK of Donington Park, we'd be engaged with, uh, with, our part, with our colleagues across there. Um, so we certainly take uh, some... Um, uh, positives of what they're doing in the UK, you know, um, and particularly when you're looking at the standards that they operate to. Uh, so we certainly look at the likes of Brands Hatch as being, you know, probably a key venue when you look at the standards and looking at 
uh, what we can learn and how we can we can uh, raise our standards up. Uh, absolutely, we operate to a very high standard in Ireland, but like everything else, Carl, as you know yourself, you look at your competitors and you look at how they do things and you look at, see, right, well, what could we do uh, better in our sense? Or even in the, at the start of uh, at the COVID process, it was actually Modelo Park that wrote uh, the COVID protocol that was shared with our colleagues in the UK that started the whole process for them in terms of re-engaging uh, Motorsport UK to get Motorsport back up and running. So, well, it's, it's definitely, you know, you'd look to the UK and say, how can we learn from them? The certainties that we can bring to, to both sides of that relationship. And Roddy, finally, what are your priorities for Mandela Park from a growth perspective over the next five years? Over the next five years, well, we're engaged at the moment, Carl, in a, in a design process for uh, new buildings at the circuit. So really what we're looking at at the minute uh, is to look put in the next stage of capital investment. Um, the, the venue itself is still owned by the Brain family. Uh, Martin Brain um, was a key uh, stalwart of the venue. He but, but took over the venue in the mid-80s and put in a huge amount of capital investment in it right up until the early 2000s. Uh, Forty Martin passed away in 2018, but the venue is still owned by his, by his family. So we're engaged with the family now to look looking forward to the venue to the next round of capital investment, looking at how we can further grow the venue locally and internationally. That's a key for us. So we're we're early stages talking to Kildare County Council, who we have a great relationship with, about that early stage for planning for new for new buildings in the, the centre of the circuit, which will open us up then to hosting larger style. Um, uh, events for corporates that can do product promotions and, and things like that. So we're looking at a really marquee uh, building in the middle of the circuit that we can grow and develop the circuit around. So the next five years is key for us in terms of uh, developing our revenue lines around driving experiences. So we've invested in new vehicles over the last six months and it's certainly for us that we can see a, a, a really uh, a real opportunity for us to grow that revenue line and to move the business forward over the next three to five years. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Roddy Green, the Managing Director of Mandela Park, and I've no doubt that the business is revving up for even more success over the coming years. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.